Today is the 11th day of August, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. From the rising of the sun to its setting, my name shall be great among the nations, and in every place incense shall be offered to my name, and a pure offering. For my name shall be great among the nation, says the Lord of hosts. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty, most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare thou those who confess their faults. Restore those that are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto humanity in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all of your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us say together the Jubilate. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Psalms for the 11th day evening prayer. Psalms 59, 60, 61. Rescue me from my enemies, O God. Protect me from those who rise up against me. Rescue me from evildoers and save me from those who thirst for my blood. See how they lie in wait for my life, how they might gather together against me. Not for any offense or fault of my own, O Lord. Not because of any guilt of mine. They run and prepare themselves for battle. Rouse yourself and come to my side and see. For you, Lord God of hosts, are Israel's God. Awake and punish all the ungodly. Show no mercy to those who are faithless and evil. They go to and fro for the evening. They snarl like dogs and run about the city. Behold, they boast of their mouths, and taunts are on their lips, for who, they say, will hear us? But you, O Lord, you laugh at them. You laugh at all the ungodly to scorn. My eyes are fixed on you, O my strength. 
for you, O God, are my stronghold. My merciful God comes to meet me. God will let me look in triumph on my enemies. Slay them, O God, lest my people forget. Send them reeling by your might and put them down, O Lord, our shield. For the sins of their mouth, for the words of their lips, for the cursing and lies that they utter, let them be caught in their pride. Make an evil of them in your wrath. Make an end of them, and they shall be no more. Let everyone know our God rules in Jacob and to the ends of the earth. They go to and fro in the evening. They snarl like dogs and run about the city. They forage for food, and they are not filled. They howl. For my part, I will sing of your strength. I will celebrate your love in the morning. For you have become my stronghold, a refuge in the day of my trouble. To you, O my strength, will I sing. For you, O God, are my stronghold and my merciful God. O God, you have cast us off and broken us. You have been angry. O Take us back to you again. You have shaken the earth and split it open. Repair the cracks in it, for it totters. You have made your people no hardship. You have given us wine that makes us stagger. You have set up a banner for those who fear you to be a refuge for the power of the bow. Save us by your right hand and answer us that those who are dear to you may be delivered. God spoke from his holy place and said, I will exalt and parcel out Shechem. I will divide the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim is my helmet and Judah my scepter. Moab is my wash basin and Edom I throw down my sandal to claim it. Whenever Philistia will I shout in triumph. Who will lead me into the strong city? Who will bring me into Edom? Have you not cast us off, O God? You no longer go out, O God, with our enemies. Grant us your help against the enemy, for vain is the help of man. With God we will do valiant deeds and he shall tread our enemies underfoot. Hear my cry, O God, and listen to my prayer. I call upon you from the ends of the earth with heaviness in my heart. Set me upon the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. I will dwell in your house forever and I will take refuge on the cover of your wings. For you, O God, have heard my vows. You have granted me the heritage of those who fear your name. Add length of days to the king's life. Let his years extend over many generations. Let him sit enthroned before God forever. Bid love and faithfulness watch over him. So will I always sing the praise of your name and day by day I will fulfill my vows. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 21, beginning at the 15th verse. After these days we got ready and started to go up to Jerusalem. Some of the disciples from Caesarea also came along and brought us to the house of Menson of Cyprus, an early disciple with whom we were to stay. When we arrived in Jerusalem, the brothers welcomed us warmly. The next day, Paul went with us to visit James, and all the elders were present. After greeting them, he related one by one the things that God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. When they heard it, they praised God. Then they said to him, You see, brother, how many thousands of believers are among the Jews, and they are all zealous for the law. They have been told about you and the teachings of all the Jews living among the Gentiles to the forsake of Moses, and that you tell them not to circumcise their children or observe the customs. What then is this to be done? They will certainly hear that you have come. So do what we tell you. We have four men who are under a vow. Join these men, go through the rites of purification with them, and pay for the shaving of their heads. Thus all will know that there is nothing in what we have been told about you, but that you yourself observe and guard the law. But as for the Gentiles who have come under the believers, we have sent a letter with our judgment that they should abstain from what they are being sacrificed to idols and from blood and from the strangling of those fornication. Then Paul took the men, and the next day, having purified himself, he entered the temple with them, making public the completion of the days of purification when the sacrifice would be made for each of them. Seek the Lord while he wills to be found. Call upon him when he draws near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the evil ones their thoughts. And let them turn to the Lord, and he will have compassion. And to our God, for he will richly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as rain and snow fall from the heavens and return not again, but water the earth, bringing forth life and giving growth, seed for sowing and bread for eating, so is my word that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish that which I have purposed and prosper in that for which I sent it. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 10, beginning at the 17th verse. As Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? 
No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not defraud. Honor your father and mother. He said to him, Teacher, I have kept all these since my youth. Jesus, looking at him and loved him, and said, You lack one thing. Go, sell what you own and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When he heard this, he was shocked and went away grieving, for he had many possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were perplexed at these words. But Jesus said to them again, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were greatly astounded and said to one another, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For mortals it is impossible, but not for God. For God all things are possible. People began to say to him, Look, we have left everything and followed you. Jesus said, Truly I tell you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the sake of the good news who will not receive a hundredfold now and in this age, houses, brothers, and sisters, mothers, and children, fields with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. Here ends the readings. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not shun the virgin's womb. You overcome the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Here's the reading for the Wednesday following Proper 14. We continue with the Passion of the Holy Martyrs, Perpetua, Chapter 3. 
Here is a summary. Perpetua is again tempted by her father. Her third vision, wherein she is led away to struggle against an Egyptian, she fights, conquers, and receives the reward. Again, after a few days, Prudence, a soldier and assistant overseer of the prison, who began to regard us in great esteem, perceiving that the great power of God was in us, admitted many brethren to see us, that both we and they might be mutually refreshed. And when the day of the exhibition drew near, my father, worn with suffering, came in to me and began to tear out his beard and to throw himself on the earth and to cast himself down on his face and to reproach his years and to utter such words as might move all creation. I grieved for his unhappy old age. The day before that on which we were to fight, I saw in a vision that Pomponius, the deacon, came hither to the gate of the prison and knocked vehemently. I went out to him and opened the gate for him, and he was clothed in a richly ornamented white robe, and he had on manifold colliculi. And he said to me, Perpetua, we are waiting for you. Come. And he held his hand to me, and we began to go through rough and winding places. Scarcely at length had we arrived breathless at the amphitheater, when he led me into the middle of the arena and said to me, Do not fear, I am here with you, and I am laboring with you. And then he departed. And I gazed upon an immense assembly in astonishment. And because I knew that I was given to the wild beasts, I marveled that the wild beasts were not let loose upon me. Then there came forth against me a certain Egyptian, horrible in appearance, with his backers to fight with me. And there came to me as my helpers and encouragers, handsome youths, and I was stripped and became a man. Then my helpers began to rub me with oil, as is the custom for contest. I beheld that Egyptian on the other hand rolling in the dust, and a certain man came forth of wondrous height, so that he even overtopped the top of the amphitheater. And he wore a loose tunic and a purple robe between two bands over the middle of the breast. And he had on a colliculi a varied form, made of gold and silver. And he carried a rod, as if he were a trainer of gladiators, and a green branch, upon which were apples of gold. He called for silence and said, This Egyptian... If he should overcome this woman, shall kill her with the sword. And if she shall conquer him, she shall receive this branch. Then he departed, and we drew near to one another, and began to deal out blows. He sought to lay hold of my feet, while I struck at his face with my heels. 
And I was lifted up in the air and began thus to thrust at him as if spurning the earth. But when I saw that there was some delay, I joined my hands so as to twine my fingers with one another. And I took hold upon his head and he fell on his face and I trod upon his head. And the people began to shout and my backers to exult. And I drew near to the trainer and took the branch. And he kissed me and said to me, Daughter, peace be with you. And I began to go gloriously to the Senevivarian gate. Then I awoke and perceived that I was not to fight with beasts, but against the devil. Still I knew that the victory was awaiting me. This so far I've completed several days before the exhibition. But what passed at that exhibition itself, let who will write. Here ends the reading for today. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Save your people, O Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who sets the solitary in families, we commend to your continual care the homes in which your people dwell. Put far from them, we ask of you, every root of bitterness, the desire of vainglory, and the pride of life. 
Fill them with faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness. Knit together in constant affection those who in holy wedlock have been made one flesh. Turn the hearts of the parents to the children and the hearts of the children to the parents. And so enkindle fervent charity among us all that we may evermore be kindly affection one to another through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, whose Son has nowhere to lay his head, grant that those who live alone may not be lonely in their solitude, but that following in his steps they may find fulfillment in loving you and their neighbors through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, you have made one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to Him from generation to generation in the church, and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>